You're listening to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one podcast all about things wedding-y. The Save the Date Wedding Podcast brings all your favorite bloggers, experts, and wedding-y things straight to your ears and your brain. It sure does. I'm your spiritual guide today. No, I'm not. I'm just the host. I have nothing to do with spirituality at all. I'm Alicia McCormack. I am the host of the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. If you are new to this podcast, here's how it goes, right? I'm Australian. I live in London. I like to talk about weddings. I wrote a book called Smart Wedding. You know, you can look at it. You can buy it. There's no pressure. This is not a sales pitch here. I'm just saying I'm qualified in a way. In Australia, I was on television quite a lot and uh, my main career was a stand-up comedian. I told jokes in front of large crowds, which sometimes worked and sometimes didn't. You have to be there. And you know how many times people come up to me when I say what I do and they say, um, gee, you're brave. You're so and I think not really. I'm just standing, you know, it can be slightly scary sometimes, and especially when shit goes wrong. It's not great. But there are there are many more people in this world that are far more braver than me. I would say most of the people that get on the bus with me in the morning appear more brave than I've ever been standing up telling jokes in front of large crowds. There you go. That's me. I started this podcast uh, about three months ago. It is going gangbusters. I'm getting such lovely feedback from everyone. So thank you for my oh, continuous support from my listeners because it's a new thing podcasting for lots of people. So thanks for giving it a bash with me. And I hope that you are now exploring other podcasts to listen to as well, because it's a world of wonderment out there. Honestly, I look every day at the iTunes and Stitcher, if you're an Android listener, charts, and there are so many fantastic shows just starting. For example, if you like the TV show Better Call Saul, if you like it, oh my gosh, I love it. Did you know you can go and listen to a podcast that is hosted by the editor of that show? Um, her name is Keely. And she every week has on cast members, Vince Gilligan goes on there a lot and uh, chats about the TV show. It's fantastic because it's all the behind the scenes stuff. I adore those sort of podcasts. So if you are into the podcast world, I cannot encourage you enough to continue listening and uh, branching out a little bit. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know I like to listen while I run. And unfortunately, I went to the doctors this morning because I've pulled my groin. Too much information, Alicia. And the doctor said, no more running for two weeks. And my first thought was, how the hell am I going to listen to all those podcasts? I'm going to have to just go for long walks around the park. It's not as interesting, but listen to my podcast. So uh, if you're on the bus, on the train, in the car, lots of opportunities to do that. Now, on today's show, I am going to focus largely on the wonderful world of Etsy. A lot of people would have seen Etsy images and Etsy products posted on Pinterest. If you click through a lot of the images, you'll find yourself on an Etsy seller page. And I know having spoken to brides, especially at big wedding exhibitions where I pop along with my microphone, there are, bizarrely, there's a bit of skepticism about Etsy, which I don't understand. I've been a bit of an Etsy fan for years now um, and have purchased a lot of things, both wedding and non-wedding related on Etsy, and believe it to be a wonderful marketplace that is basically there to support artists and help people find very um, unique, artistic, wonderful crafts, dresses, shoes, bloody anything you can think of, they sell it on Etsy. And 
to be honest, if you've used eBay before, then you'll be able to use Etsy without any trouble and it is just as secure and probably a lot more interesting to look at. If you are planning a wedding, I'm making a big deduction here that you probably are planning a wedding if you are listening to this podcast. I'm very excited to say that if you are in the UK, Europe or London, you can pop across uh, in May, the weekend for the 16th and 17th of May, Etsy are having their very own wedding fair. So basically, they're inviting lots of prominent Etsy sellers to come along and display their wares. And it's going to be from things like, you know, cake toppers. Oh, I love the cake toppers. Confetti to hair pieces, hairdressers and all these wonderful um, accessories. Also, so many awesome options for wedding dresses on Etsy. So if you are in town and you would like to come along to that, I'm giving away a double pass. I will be tweeting and Facebooking about that. So please follow me for that information. But also it's just a great idea to go along and check out some stuff. If you are feeling a little nervous about buying something online and you want to see it in the flesh, and we will talk about this in the upcoming interview you're about to hear, um, but you can actually go along to one of these wedding fairs and they do happen all over the world. I know that they've had a couple in Australia and the US as well. So keep an eye out on the Etsy wedding blog page, which I will link to in my blog. But you can go along and actually touch things and get to know the vendors because the connection with the vendors is really important. Two guests on the show today. First up, I'll be talking to Kirstine Phelan, who I met uh Quite a few years ago, she's from Etsy Australia. I interviewed her on the telly way, way back, and she is very passionate about the world of Etsy and will give us all the hints and tips about how to use it to the max, how to get the best deals and making the best connections that you can with suppliers to make your wedding day exactly what you want it to be. And I think the beautiful thing and the most underutilized thing about Etsy is finding local vendors. So it's not necessarily about finding someone that can post something across the world to you, which they can, it's fine. But also, Kirstine talks a lot about how to hone your searching down to find someone that might be just down the road. I love the idea of supporting local suppliers, not just buying things from China. Sorry, China. You can't hear me anyway because you're probably banned. They're probably not letting you download Save the Date Wedding Podcast in China. Yeah, getting political. That's what I'm doing. My second guest is uh, a wonderful guest I've had on before on the show, Jen, from the wonderful website somethingturquoise.com. If you have heard her episode, Something Turquoise is all about wedding DIY. Jen spends a lot of time putting up very detailed instructions and tutorials about how to do the DIY projects that we see on Pinterest and lots of wedding blogs because I get really dark on people that post DIY images on Pinterest and then don't give you any explanation as to how to do it. It really gives me the shits. I'll be honest with you. You see this wonderful thing and you go, great, I'm going to do this and you can't. I got Jen on today because one of her very popular parts of her website is her Etsy preferred vendors, which means she basically vetoes a whole bunch of Etsy sellers because it can be overwhelming when you're going on Etsy and going, I don't know if I can trust these people. I don't know. I don't know who these people are. So Jen has a very uh, quite stringent process of finding Etsy sellers that she recommends and uh, asking them to join her program. So she comes is coming on the show to talk all about how to find the right supplier for your big day and making that big decision. 
All that and more on the Save the Date wedding podcast. Remember, if you want to get in touch with me, visit savethedatepodcast.com. And that is where you can uh, contact me, send me flowers, love letters, emails, whatever you wish. And also catch up on past episodes and show notes or blogs, if you want to say it in simple language. Show blogs. I write them every episode. (laughs) Okay, to the episode Etsy on the Save the Date wedding podcast. Kirstine, if someone has never used Etsy before, sell it to me. Why should we get on and and trust these people, these amazing DIY people? Sure. So the greatest thing about Etsy is that it's a fantastic platform for people to start their own businesses and reach international audiences. So that's the good thing about it from the seller side. From the buyer side is that we have over 1 million shops on Etsy. Get out. Yes. It's so many. Really? And Yes, 1 million shops from all over the world, from over 200 countries. So the great thing about that is that you can find a very specific thing that you might be looking for and it may not be found elsewhere. So it really is sort of the rabbit hole of personalized and customized items. So it's a great place to get on and find things that you might need for your wedding and you can get things just the way you want them. I like to say that Etsy is DIY without the why because... (laughs) Because we all have, I think a lot of people go, oh, I'm really good at DIY, having never picked up a glue gun. And then you see all this Pinterest stuff and you go, that's going to be really easy. And then you start the first project and go, oh my God, I'm never going to do this. I'm ruined. <laughs> Pinterest makes everything look so easy. It does. <laughs> it's a trap. I, I think that there's like everything in life, there's a bit of a cost benefit analysis that comes with picking up the glue gun. Yes. So while look attractive to do that DIY yourself it actually may be more um, more time efficient and probably more enjoyable to actually work with one of the great sellers on Etsy who you can have conversations with to personalize the item exactly the way you want it for instance if you have stationery and your um, wedding is themed blue you can get all sorts of themed stationery if it's a Game of Thrones wedding you can find a crown on Etsy of course that can, can be created to the, spe- the specificities that you require for your Game of Thrones wedding. So it's really, you know, it gets, it really is helpful for, as you say, taking the why out of DIY, which and is I, a great, great phrase. Oh, thank you. I mean, look, I, I totally think it's a, it's a bit of a, um, a future marriage saver and future friendship saver, Etsy, for me. I think there's a lot of uh, people that commit to doing DIY and then just want to kill each other after a while. So do it for relationships. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Stop on Etsy and save your relationships. Sounds great. <laughs> There's a new slogan for you. I gave that to you for free. Excellent. I'm putting it on my list for next year right now. <laughs> Please. Now, of course, when you mentioned Game of Thrones wedding, there are very, as you said, specific themes. I'm sure there's been plenty of Game of Thrones weddings. Have you seen them? Well, I haven't seen any Games of Thrones weddings myself, have not had the great fortune of being invited to one yet, but if anyone's listening and would like to invite me, me uh, at Etsy.com. There it is. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, Etsy is definitely the place where you will find uh, things that are related to any pop cultural um, fandom. So you'll find, you know, Lego-related wedding things. You'll find you know, Star Wars-related wedding things, any sort of like, you know, people really have a sense of humour when it comes to their wedding and you find that really apparent mm. on Etsy in the sort of products that you can get. Yeah, and I think it's 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 very much to go if 
if you are, and I have seen some beautiful Lego weddings. That's something I'd never really ever thought about. And then I was, I was on Pinterest the other day and saw all these beautiful little, um, Lego boutonnieres. Is that how you say it? I'm terrible. The, oh, the little, takes... the the flowers that the blokes wear, let's just call it that. And they were made of Lego. And I just thought, oh, that's great because you chuck a bit of glue on the back of it. Obviously, a lot more skill involved than that. But, and it was a nice way to go if your guy doesn't want to wear a, a flower little button, put a bit of Lego on. How he-man is that? Exactly. And then I've seen some really beautiful ones that have had um, uh, leaves uh uh, built into the boutonniere. I'm pretty sure that's how it's said. Let's say it like um, that. We've decided that's how it's going to be said. That's how it's said today. Uh, <laughs> so I've seen beautiful leaves. I've seen really gorgeous um, boutonnieres that have been made with buttons. I've seen great stuff that's been made with folded cloth, origami style. So that's the thing. Like if you're really looking for that unusual thing that perhaps you might not find down on the high street, you know, it's definitely the place to go to get something really unusual. Now, I want my listeners to realise that Kirstine isn't just an Etsy spokesperson. Uh, she's not just a corporate stooge, not that they exist at Etsy. I want them to remember, I want them to know that you used to run a, a jewellery business yourself. Is that right? I did. That's right. I started my jewellery business on Etsy in 2007. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I ran it for four years. I had, um, I had lots and lots of sales. I had lots and lots of customers all over the world and I used to sell cufflinks and, uh, the cufflinks I sold were playing card style. So I would often get multiple, uh, um, would come through and I would always ask the question about why people were ordering certain things because, uh, I really felt that was a great part of customer service and very often, the people who were buying the cufflinks were buying them for weddings and the um, the people in the wedding party or the groomsmen in particular were fans of poker or, um, you know, they loved all sorts of card games. So my card range was really, really popular for uh, groomsmen as part of bridal parties. Yeah, so it was really fantastic. So, um, And sometimes I had, a, I had a few that were bikes and they were very popular as well for guys at weddings who really loved riding their bikes. So big bike fans had something as well that they – you know, could show off a little bit of their personality when they're wearing perhaps the penguin suit that isn't to their taste. Yeah, and that's a big thing, isn't it, that a lot of weddings are becoming, and I think it is from due to Etsy and Pinterest and a lot of the um, alternative wedding blogs that are out there now, they are giving people almost permission to be a lot more um, authentic and, and, and adding these little quirky touches to maybe what were probably just traditional weddings. that They've added little bikes and cards and Game of Thrones you know, crowns and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I really think so. I think that, the, and I think that these things go hand in hand because as more products are able to be customized and personalized, more people are going to be able to create the wedding that they want to create. Yeah. And we're finding it in all sorts of things, and and particularly in things like decor. Uh, so you know, people are getting banners made up with names on them. They're getting their um, guest books, you know, engraved with the names of the bride and groom. People are getting um, really cool, like, temporary tattoos made with a hashtag for their wedding. <laughs> um, you know, cake toppers, in the, you know, that look like the um, bride and groom. So you can really inject that sense of fun into what should really be a fun and special day for everyone that's involved. So I think this has come about as more options are available to um, the bride and groom to make their dress special. And Pinterest and Etsy, they basically go hand in hand, don't they? It must be great for business for both parties. They are definitely best friends. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I 
mean, I find that often when I'm on Pinterest that you'll see a lot of things from Etsy on there. And, it's of course, it's a really fantastic place for you to um, get inspiration to plan your wedding. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and also uh, Etsy makes it really easy to share items from Etsy that you like onto your own board on Pinterest. Right. On every listing, if there's something that you like, there's a little button that says pin it and it'll go straight to your wedding board. So you can do lots of shopping and searching on Etsy before you um, come up with your final uh, your final choices. And I did do an episode uh, early on about Pinterest, and one of my favorite little tricks of Pinterest, which I don't think a lot of people really know about, is the, it's the Pinterest secret board, and you can create it really easily and pin things to your own personal board that no one else can see. So if you are searching for things on Etsy that are perhaps something you want to surprise your guests with, they don't have to see it on your board. So just a reminder to listeners that you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a public post. You can keep it all under the hood, if I say Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Mm. For the big reveal, of course, yeah. on the big day. Because it, <laughs> it is for a lot of couples. It is about putting on, I think, you know, the big thing now is weddings seem to be not necessarily about the couples. It seems to be a lot about the guests and how they can, they can outwow each other with all the, the special tricks that they've got up their sleeves. Well, absolutely. And because, and also I think that, you know, a lot of that comes from social media as well. Like, as I mentioned, the hashtag tattoos that people are getting, all the, you know, the temporary tattoos that people are getting with the bride's um, and the groom's name in it. Like, so who, who so are wearing these tattoos? Not the bride and groom, I hope. No, no, no. They would be sort of something that you would use as part of your, um, like the little gifts that you give people on your tables or when they leave. So one of the things that we've really noted recently in um, the gifts that a bride and groom will give uh, their guests is that they are um, finding gifts that have some sort of uh, provenance story related to the bride and groom and on how they met. Mm. So, for instance, people are looking for specialty jams or honeys that are from a certain area from where they live or they're looking for... Um, something that's been built with a certain wood that's only available in the area that they're from. So these gifts have really specialised meaning and so it really builds into the story that people are telling when they're having a big event. If you aren't getting married in your hometown, for example, you can get so specific on Etsy when you search. I mean, I was looking up some stuff from Tassie, where I'm from in, in Tasmania, in Australia, and there is lots of hue and pine, which is very uh, a very Tasmanian um wood and also the honey as well it's crazy that that stuff is available and can be searched for absolutely you can actually search by uh, country you can go down to state or county um then you can go down to a city that you live in and even down to the suburb really yes you can you can you i mean granted the search probably isn't going to be as broad when you get down to suburb but let's just say it's three days before Christmas and you're really <laughs> going to buy someone something from Etsy you can certainly be looking for something in at least in the city you live in and it'd be very likely that it would um, you would be able to find something that would be suitable so that's another way when you're planning your wedding that you don't have to think that you're getting something if you're in London for example and the sellers in America you can find sellers that are down the road from you and actually have a one-on-one contact with them you can go and look at the item if you want to rather than just having something posted to you yeah absolutely and another great way to find people who are local to your area who are Etsy sellers is to have a look at the in-person link which is on the home page of Etsy and that will show you um, in-person markets that have Etsy sellers in your area. So you can have a look at uh, Etsy items online and then you can go and meet the seller down the road at a market on the weekend, which is just another example of how Etsy has a very large community focus. 
it is community based. I agree, and I always do say, if you again going back to this thing about DIYing without the why. It's not just buying something from eBay or an online sort of vendor that's got stuff mass produced in China or wherever. You are buying things from artists, people that are, you know, maintaining their life. They're, well, they're working from home. They're, they're the ones powering away at making all these sort of intricate things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got all sorts of sellers on Etsy. We've got people that perhaps, you know, might be doing it as a hobby, like at night or on the weekends, uh, and we've got other people who are really looking to make a sustainable handmade business. And then we've got other people who now um, Etsy is expanding and so people can get manufacturing assistance to help them with making their handmade product. So we might have Etsy shops that have got a couple of staff that are helping people make their product. So it's really a fantastic way of, you know, creating a very sustainable economy. So when you're buying from someone on Etsy, like you really are buying something in a very person-to-person environment, which helps with the customization that you require for a wedding. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks beautiful and it's got love and care attached to it as well, not just plastic and, you know, shipped in in a big box from somewhere. Exactly right. That's exactly right. That's why we love it. What are some of your more unusual sellers that you have on Etsy? Well, speaking of crowns, I did uh, stumble across a seller the other day who makes um, intricate, beautiful, uh, full, regal crowns with jewels in them, gemstones in them. They range from about $400 to $2,000, and they are some of the most beautiful, intricate work that I've ever seen. I've seen some gorgeous puppets. Um, I've seen really beautiful, I saw today, I saw someone who makes sliding, um, doors for your house out of old wood, which is incredible. We've got furniture that's made from all sorts of amazing, wonderful materials, um, gorgeous jewelry from like every material, material imaginable. It's just an incredible art. So, um, Kirstine, if you're a bride or a groom, you're looking for something, you've got a specific need, how do we make sure that the sellers are legit and are going to come through with the goods? Sure. The real, the best way to really find that out is to actually look at sellers' feedback. So Etsy has a feedback system very similar to other online marketplaces where you're able to talk about your experience working with uh, an Etsy seller on, on um, purchasing a product. And if you have a look at people's feedback, you will often find things about them. Another great place to look is at their profile or their about page where they can tell you a little bit more about their story. I think looking in those areas and the feedback is a really great way to see how um, whether the seller is a good fit for you. And, of course, Etsy really uh, believes and stands by uh, the trust and safety that we have available to sellers. And in any case that you did come across any problems, there is a helpline that you can get in touch with that will help you with any um, inquiries that you might have related to a sale. That's awesome. And I think also it is about, um, you know, I've found so many Etsy things through Pinterest. It is that using the word of mouth from others who have used great vendors and then saying, I love this, this is my beautiful these are my invitations that I got or here is the cake that was made through an Etsy vendor I think it's the trust of um, word of mouth as well yeah absolutely we totally stand by it so um, I would definitely spend a little bit of time having a look into the seller and their their experience on Etsy Um, and if you find something you like I would absolutely encourage you to um, help us create a meaningful economy 
I totally agree. I think it's wonderful. And as I said, I'm a fan. I've used it. We used Etsy. We found our wonderful stationery. Um, well, it's a company called Cake Inc., which I'll be talking to uh, two girls who got together. They were, one was a stationer and the other girl was a, a baker and they make cakes and stationery that, that go together. And it was perfect because it was all themed. They were so easy to talk to and contact and, and do business with. It was such a pleasure. So we have Etsy to thank for our beautiful, um, stationery and cakes so I'm a big fan and also I think this after the wedding there are so many wonderful other things that you can buy on Etsy jewelry and clothes and shoes and gifts for bridesmaids and groomsmen it's crazy there's opportunity aplenty absolutely and don't forget for the vintage lovers among you you can get an absolute cornucopia of beautiful vintage items from all over the world on Etsy and it's not just handmade stuff is it it's it's people finding beautiful yeah old stuff as well yeah so we've i've seen some absolutely gorgeous vintage wedding dresses on etsy you know beautiful wedding shoes um all sorts of things that you can use for a bride or a groom um and i also think it's really fantastic for getting uh personalized presents for your groomsmen and bridesmaids Mm. uh Mm -hmm. there's a couple of sellers i would really recommend there's merryweather council who makes these really beautiful lace um and embroidery necklaces which you can buy a set of in matching colors which is just such a lovely gift for your bridal party i think that's really nice because it has a personal touch to it as well that you're not just buying something from a department store which again is fine but it's also if you do want to have that that extra level of of uh of closeness that's really nice it's a really great touch yeah absolutely (laughs) and in the end can people jump on board say they've bought all this stuff off etsy for their wedding. Can they then get on and resell it later on, Kirstine? Well, if they've bought vintage items, they can resell them later on because anything that is 20 years or older is uh, able to be sold on Etsy. I don't think you'd be able to sell something that you've bought brand new and then resell it if you hadn't made it yourself. But, you know, you can always pass it on to a friend. And if you're feeling crafty, say you did get the glue gun out and you are a DIY, you decide, I'm a DIY maven, maybe this is a potential business for you. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 free to set up your shop on Etsy. It's 20, 20 cents to list an item. Uh, and then we take 3.5% of the sale if when if and when you sell something. So there you go. You might be you might be a DIY guru for your own wedding and then say, "Actually, I'm going to quit my day job and I'm going to open an Etsy shop." Sounds great. <laughs> I wholeheartedly encourage people to open Etsy shops. <laughs> I think that's a plan. Great. It is. It's a great business. It is a great business. You can do it from home, and uh, and work. Make your own hours. Exactly right, and make things that you really love. I sound like an Avon sales lady just then. <laughs> <laughs> Etsy is the new Avon. Don't say that, Alicia. Come on. <laughs> I did just come across like a bit of an Etsy rah rah girl. I'm. You're not being paid for this. I've got no uh, financial interests in Etsy. I'm just a fan. I really am. Next up, we're talking to the uh, uh, we. I always say we. Do you hear that? I just want there to be a team behind me, the Team Save the Date podcast. I think you guys are my team. Hey? Oh, getting a bit of mosh. Getting totes of mosh. No, look, next up, I'm talking to Jen from somethingturquoise.com. If you haven't visited somethingturquoise.com, gee whiz. Hop on, have a look. It's a lovely looking website. And also I get on and instantly get itchy to do craft. And I hadn't even have any sort of event to do craft for. And I'm living in quite a small, perky little apartment. 
it's nice. I don't want you to get the wrong idea, but I don't have all my crafting tools. When we moved from Melbourne to London, we just came with two suitcases, like, you know, some traveling carny people. And we left, I left my beloved sewing machine and all my crafty things. I've got a box of crafty things. If you're a crafter, you'll know exactly what I mean. There are buttons and weird hook things and glue and just bits and pieces that I've held on for many years. And you know what? Something comes up and I go, I know I've got the perfect thing for that. And I rummage through this box and, you know, something, it always gets used. So when I visit somethingturquoise.com, I get a little itchy, I will admit. Just tempting you there. But, you know, we are not talking about doing craft this episode. It's all about buying craft and taking away the stress that sometimes DIY can place upon people. And if you listen back to my last episode that I interviewed Jen, one of the biggest takeaways from that episode is how much it is the misconception. I think a lot of wedding uh, magazines and publications put out there that DIY is really easy and enjoyable and it's not for everyone. Let's be serious. I would, I go on and on about, you know, loving going running and stuff. And I reckon 80% of the audience listen and go, bullshit, Alicia, I don't find running interesting or enjoyable or easy. But can I just sound a side note? Give it a crack. Give it a go. Just start like I did. Run from one power pole to the next and you will enjoy it eventually. You don't, it's the same thing with DIY. You don't have to enjoy it. And if you don't want to put in the time and if you have no interest in continuing on a crafting lifestyle, perhaps, or if you don't even have the time to give it a crack or the cash, because this is the other thing. A lot of people go, Oh, DIY, it's so much cheaper. No, not really. Not really. Yes, if you have all the stuff, if you've got all the equipment and all the uh, various bits and pieces that are required to DIY, but not everyone wants to invest the money into doing that, then perhaps going to Etsy is a better option for you. So I don't want you to listen to my uh, past episodes and feel like you have to go along. And if you want that DIY look of a wedding, that you have to go along and buy the glue gun and buy the special scissors and buy all the stuff, because to be honest, it's not everyone's bag. So... This is what I'm talking to Jen about next. It is uh, really great to see that she is curating a lot of the Etsy sellers on her website, just making it a little bit easier. I started by asking Jen why she loves Etsy and why she loves supporting the artists and the value it can bring to couples planning their wedding. I mean, it's so wonderful to support um, small businesses in that way. And it's it's wonderful that we can nowadays. Yeah. Um, even for Christmas, uh, I bought, I don't know, probably 16 presents on Etsy and some of them I could have made myself, but I don't have the time. They've made these items so much better than I could have made them. And I want to support those people, get a, a happy, have a happy mail day and, um, <laughs> give my friends something unique and special that was handmade specifically for them. But I'm a busy gal, and I just I don't have time to make everything. So even though I obsess on making things myself, I also obsess on people that have made things themselves. So I love to support Etsy artists. See, I think when you hear the queen of DIY suggesting go to Etsy, I think it's a wonderful thing because uh, trust, trust Jen. She knows what she's <laughs> talking about. <laughs> Now, talking about Etsy, Jen, your website, if you are looking for an approved supplier, it's exactly where to go, people, because you've got a whole list of them. I do. How do you uh, find these people? 
So I personally, I find them by browsing through Etsy. Um, I'm on Etsy a lot. Even like sometimes when I'm on Pinterest and I see something that someone's pinned from a beautiful shop and I contact these people through Etsy and then they also find me. They can come to my site and apply. Basically what I have on my site and what a lot of other wedding blogs have is a vendor guide where your readers can find approved vendors for your wedding like a photographer or florist or baker but for me, there were so many wonderful wedding blogs doing a terrific job of that. It just didn't make sense for me. So I came up with the idea for an Etsy wedding vendor list. So I call my Etsy wedding artists. They have to have a certain number of sales. They have to have a certain star rating. They have to have been in business for a certain amount of time and also have social media dedicated to their business. So when they apply, I definitely check them out. I have 43 signed artists. Like I said, I love supporting Etsy. I love promoting small business. Um, After all, I'm a small business. I, I absolutely love having these artists on my site and being able to promote their work regularly because of the fact that a lot of my readers are creative. They are, are the handmade looking bride or the handmade bride looking for unique items and so I feel like my readers are their customers so it works out perfect that their customers are on my site daily and can easily find wonderful goods quickly while it is kind of difficult to navigate through so many vendors on Etsy. Yeah because that is Uh, the thing that it is I, I sometimes go to Etsy and I'm a big fan and I've bought a lot of stuff from Etsy and sold things on Etsy as well. And it can be a little overwhelming when you first go there if you're not used to it to think, sure. where do I begin? So yeah. it's, it's, it is good to have someone like you sifting through some of the suppliers and especially knowing that they're legit and, and you're going to get what you want from them is good. Absolutely. And I, I just launched the program in June. So we're still building it and still bringing awareness to it, but It's gone really well, and I'm excited, and I have a little private Facebook group for these uh, artists, and I feel like there's a community being built within my website. That's nice. So I try to give them tips and help on uh, different things from social media and photography and that kind of thing so that they can make the absolute most of their shop and their gallery that's on my website. I think it's fabulous. And I know a lot of Etsy people are uh, part-time artists as well that maybe come home and do it at night. So it's really nice to see that you're giving them the support as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's pretty daunting opening a new business, says us who have done it. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully uh, you have learnt, you have absorbed today and you want to give Etsy a bit of a bash because I think it's one of the best places to spend some time on the internet And also, again, as we've said, support a local artist. Maybe you want to be an artist. If you want to jump into a new business, I think this is a wonderful way to do it. A pretty big no risk in a lot of sense. It doesn't cost a lot to set it up. They set up the storefront. And uh, I'd love to hear, if you're an Etsy seller, I would love to hear from you. Tweet me, please, at SaveTheDatePC. I will retweet 
you know, very happily. If you've got something great that you're selling, I'm happy to retweet or post it on my Facebook as well. Can't get enough of supporting you Etsy lovelies. Also, remember, if you are in London and want to go to the wedding fair, it is the weekend of May the 16th and 17th. It is in uh, Great Titchfield Street. That's my English accent for you. I have to do it every episode. must be really annoying for English people. If you go to etsy.me slash wedding fair, it's etsy.me slash wedding fair, you'll find all the information and gorgeous pictures that make me want to buy everything. Remember, on Thursday, we have a delicious episode with the wedding celebrant, Josh Withers, who you would have heard before if you're a regular listener to the show. He's sassy. He's Australian. He's a bit of a loudmouth. I love him. He's fabulous. He's doing the Q&A episode, answering your questions. And if you do have a question you would like answered, remember, you can tweet me, Facebook me, email me, find me, follow me on all various social medias. I love when you follow me and when you connect with me. Don't feel shy. Get in touch. I'm a real person. I write back. There you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. For more information, visit savethedatepodcast.com. You have yourself a fabulous week. And remember, if you've missed any episodes, head back to the website or go to Acast if you are looking for a new way to listen to the show. Acast.com slash save the date is the easiest way to find all of the episodes in the back catalogue. You can grind your way through them or go quickly, binge if you like. And uh, I wish you well. Happy days. Save time, save money, and save your sanity with the Save the Date Wedding Podcast.